So when I went running this morning, I got about five minutes into my run and actually realized how misty it was outside. I could probably see about 50 yards ahead of me and that was it. Now what's interesting here is that I've done that run so many times that even though I couldn't see that far ahead, I was automatically running in the right direction. And that got me thinking, if I'd never actually done that run before, then I'd have had to mentally think about what I'm doing and I'd probably have to plan it and then when it was misty and I couldn't see where I was going, I'd have to give more focused attention to doing it. The reason why I didn't have to do that is because my run has become habitual, which means that now it's a habit. I don't have to give any mental exertion to actually doing it at any point in my life. And that's really thought provoking because first of all, whenever we want to do anything new, there's always going to be a mist around us because we've never forged that new path before. I saw um, a really good image online recently, actually, where there was a pack of dogs and they were chasing or following their leader and it was in icy conditions and the, the dog at the front of the pack was having to like burrow all of the snow out of the way so everyone else could follow him but obviously they couldn't see that they could only see the leader out in front and that's kind of a great metaphor for what it's like when you are forging new paths in your life you know you can't really see ahead the only thing that you can actually do is plan in advance where you'd like to go and then follow your internal compass about which direction feels right. And I guess that's what you do when you have a habit because, you know, I'm automatically running in the right direction, right? Well, that, that isn't me thinking about it. That's my internal compass showing me the right direction. So I felt like that was um, a really intriguing thought. The second thing that I saw this morning, um, I actually run the pretty well the same way that I used to run about 15 years ago. And all runners will know that if you run on the same path all the time, you get to know other runners and you say hello and, you know, a little nod to each other as you walk past. So anyway, about 15 years ago, I used to see this guy running all the time, um, super fit, used to be, you know, pretty well every time I'd go out at the same time, he'd also be running, but in the opposite direction. Now this morning, when I went out, bear in mind that was 15 years ago, um, I saw him again, but this time he was walking on, it was almost like a self-made um, walking stick that had wheels on it and his legs were trembling as he was running but he was he was kind of an in-between walk and in-between run and obviously his health has deteriorated but his strength and his habit of doing that run is so strong that he doesn't let anything get in the way and even like many years on I can imagine he's still running the same path and he's not going to let anything prevent him from doing that that really gave me perspective on my life about all of the little complaints that I might have about not completing my daily tasks. And I guess that the lesson from seeing that, um, because it was actually um, really made me feel great actually seeing that, because that's someone that's not singing and shouting about what he's doing. He's just doing it because he wants to do it and he's not gonna let anything get in his way and prevent him from doing what he loves. And I just think about how many times either myself or clients of mine, you know, we, we set ourselves lofty ambitions and then we get a little roadblock in the way and, you know, oh, well, you know, I'm a little bit tired today, so perhaps I shouldn't do that. And I just think it's good to draw inspiration from everyday people that have just got amazing mindsets that we can all learn from. So that was, um, that was really, you know, amazing to see that this morning.
And the last thing that I saw on my run, which was also really cool, uh, I'm a big dog lover. Um, I always grew up with them. My mum's um, a dog breeder and yeah, I just, I just love dogs. But I was, I was running along and uh, there's this really cool little dog who had a ball in his mouth and he was the happiest little dog you could ever imagine. And I was thinking, yeah, he's not looking around for a bigger ball. He's not looking around for a different ball. He's got something that he's content with and he's completely happy in that moment. There's no jealousy from other dogs that might have a slightly different style ball or the newer version ball. He's literally got his ball and he couldn't be happier. And that got me thinking about contentment in our lives and how often we are marketed upon or, you know, we feel uneasy about our lives because we feel like we should have something new. We should be doing something different and if you're looking elsewhere I mean this dog wasn't looking at the other 10 dogs being like you know oh, well, they're all doing it that way no like he was just content and that was a really intriguing lesson actually just just watching this dog walk along I was you know absolutely mystified but so that was kind of on my way to I run about eight miles so that was about four miles um, along into my run um, I live in Brighton, so I, I run um, along to, that. we have a really cool pier here, so I, I run to the end of the pier and make sure I touch the edge, that's like my end point, so as you can imagine on my run this morning, I, I really couldn't see that when I when I set off, but when I was running back this morning, um, I was thinking about my goals and my ambitions, and for anyone that listens to this podcast, I have done a big series on the war on goals, and I'm, I'm heavily into goal setting, and I was thinking about you know, is there a, a way of taking the burden and stresses away of trying to obtain our outward goals? Because it's okay to set, you know, amazing ambitions for what we want in our life. But when you set higher standards and higher ambitions, often they come with an extra level of, of stress. Um, and obviously along the way, you can learn coping strategies and coping mechanisms. When I was running along, I was thinking, is there a different way that I can manage this? And you know, I, I went inside myself and the answer actually, I already knew. Um, I've done a, a podcast on Buddha's life before. It's one of my early podcasts. And, you know, basically Buddha recognized that it was his desires that was making him uneasy in the world. And it's also um, a stoic thought about, you know, the, the fork in the road and what's in my control and, and what's not. But his what really dawned on me in that moment, I can set all of these outward ambitions, but actually I have no control over whether I can achieve them or not. And Deepak Chopra talks about this in his, his book, Seven Spiritual Laws of Success, where he talks about letting go of the outcome, which is in the book, he educates people to do a meditation, think of a still sea or pool of water, and imagine yourself how you'd like to be and dropping it into that sea or that ocean and then letting it go and let nature take its course. Now, that's always been um, a difficult thing to do because obviously if you, if you really want to achieve something in your life, letting go of the outcome is extremely, extremely difficult. I mean, I've tried it and, you know, I always find myself trying and trying and I don't know, I've never really managed to... Um, do it the way that he suggests but when you link that um, with one of Buddha's teachings 
it kind of makes a little bit more sense. So I'll explain exactly how this pans out with setting goals in your life. So say, for example, um, your ambition is to earn £10,000 a month. Now, you can have that as a goal. So you would say, okay, so by the end of 2019, I will be earning £10,000 a month. So you have a deadline and you have a goal. And then what you can do is create a plan about how you're going to go about doing that. Now, when you do that, obviously, you're setting expectations on yourself, which you can rise to or struggle with and ultimately develop your life by trying to attain it. But I was thinking that's still outside your control. So actually a better question or a different question we can ask ourselves isn't actually how do I achieve that goal? It's how do I internally become that person that achieves that goal? So the way you go about this is you set your goal, you set your deadline, you set the expectations on yourself. You can write them down. I mean, that's important to put pen to paper. But once you've written it down, what you should then do or what you can then do is switch the focus inwards and say to yourself, okay, if I'm going to be the type of person that does that, what needs to change internally? What thought pattern needs to change? What bad habits do I need to get rid of? How can I streamline my life? And what we really want to do here is put the full focus of that lens on ourselves. And take control of what is in our control. Yes, we can still work outwardly towards stuff, but focusing on how we can make better decisions in our life, basically what's completely in our control, which again is another stoic philosophy. But the point I'm getting at here is that you can set any target you want in your life. And I think you should set it as high as you possibly can. I think you should set it so high that you are inspired to get up and work towards it. But I also think that the day-to-day living of that can be a burden. And the way in which we change that is to pan the lens around to ourselves and to start thinking about how we can toughen ourselves up. You know, do we need to create an armor around ourselves because we're weak? Do we need to get physically stronger so that we can take on more things in our life? But in my experience, it always comes down to the person who is setting the goals. It's who he is. It's his character. It's his development. It's his way of looking at the world that will ultimately account for whether he's going to achieve his goals or not. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode and I will catch you tomorrow.